Hi, friends. I'm Rob Tigan. And I'm Joanna. And this is the Growing Home Together podcast. We're caring for the soul of your family, helping you grow closer to God and each other. Thank you for joining us today on the Growing Home Together podcast. You've heard me talk about how I'm the dad of five amazing kids, and I've been walking the journey of fatherhood now for 27 years. If there's anything that I've learned along the way, it's that I'll never have to stop growing and learning how to love my kids like God loves me. Yeah, not only has Rob been a dad for 27 years, but we recently found out the exciting news that our oldest son is going to become a dad as he and his wife are expecting their first baby. So it's just a matter of months until our son Josh will take his first step down the road of fatherhood himself. That's right, and we are excited. But uh, as his mom and dad, we know the joys and challenges he'll face in the years ahead as he parents his kids. And just like I need help and insight, Josh will too. And I know that you and the dads in your life are are going to have answers um, and need encouragement as well. Right. So that is why we're so excited to welcome our guests, Becky Thompson and Mark Pitts, to the show today. Becky is a best-selling author and the creator of the Midnight Mom devotional community. She hosts the top Christian podcast, Revived Motherhood, as well. And Mark Pitts is a pastor and Bible teacher who worked with Becky to build the Midnight Dad devotional community. As a father-daughter duo, they authored a powerful new book called The Midnight Dad Devotional. They're here to help us understand what dads need most to tackle the tough task of fatherhood. Welcome, Becky and Mark, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for the uh, opportunity to share with you today. We're excited to be on and chat for a while. Yeah, this is great. So, So before we jump into talking about the needs of fathers, we'd love to hear kind of the backstory about how you were led to create the Midnight Mom and the Midnight Dad communities and how that partnership, how you did that partnership together. Well, I think that this, uh, since it came out of uh, out of a the Midnight Mom devotional, I think Becky ought to start with that. Absolutely. Well, I'll jump in and tell you. Um, I was an author. I've been an author. Was I've been an author for a while now, and I had an online community as a place to share sort of what I was writing and talking about in my books, and had a great thriving community. But one thing I noticed was a lot of my moms were up in the midnight hours, as most moms are, whether they're newborn moms or moms of worried teenagers or moms just up catching up on some stuff while the whole house is quiet. And um, and so I would post what was called the midnight mom check-in where women could say, hey, this is why I'm awake. But what we noticed um, on the Facebook page when I would post this and women would comment in the comments below that they all had needs. No one's really awake unless they need God to meet them in some way, you know? So it just became this whole thread of this is what's going on and this is what I need God to do for me and will you pray? So I first asked my mom, mom, I want all of these women to know that we are praying for them. Will you help me and comment? And night by night, this whole movement grew until it needed a place of its own. And the Midnight Mom devotional community on Facebook was born uh, each night rather than pray for all of the different needs one by one through the thousands and thousands that would comment below our short devotion and prayer, we decided that we would focus on one mama going through one situation each night. So the familiar tonight, we pray for the mama who 
which is kind of the tagline of everything that we do, was born. And um, so we'd pray for the mama going through all sorts of different seasons and circumstances, whatever she might be facing. And she could know that not only was she not the only one going through this, but there was a huge community of women praying with her and for her. And it wasn't long until husbands and fathers were saying, hey, is there anything like this out here for us? <laughs> and uh, and that is how the Midnight Dad devotional uh, was born out of that need to encourage the father's heart just as much as the mom's. That's great. Oh, I love that. You know, as Rob's wife, I've always wanted to be his greatest cheerleader as he's leaned into parenting our kids. And I love your book, Midnight Dad, because the prayers and the topics really help me understand better what he's going through. And I was touched especially by your devotion in the book that was called, Tonight We Pray for the Dad Who Might Be Away for Some Time. And it made me think about the many, many weeks that Rob had to be away from the kids for work over the years. And you speak right into that. And so that's just one example. But how did you tap into those kind of specific needs for fathers to create this book? Was it all through the community feedback? Well, initially it was. Um, moms would uh, post on the Midnight Mom devotional that there were dads that that uh, they felt needed something like this. And but I believed when we began to we decided to uh, uh, do the Midnight Dad devotional uh, Facebook page that dads' needs were different than moms' needs. Um, I believed, having been a dad for 30 plus years, that the, a dad is not necessarily looking forward to uh, worrying about all the things that happened yesterday. His life is about uh, preparing for tomorrow. Uh, our Heavenly Father uh, speaks into our lives and says, follow me. And especially in Jesus' words, follow me. We're going to tomorrow. And I believe that dads look to tomorrow as they plan, as they as they prepare for the life of taking care of their family. And so in the in the in the um, devotional that you're speaking of, the dad who is away from his family is is concerned that how is going how is how is how is the family going to survive how is the family going to pr proceed how are how can i take care of my family if i'm away and so when we uh began looking at all the different needs that a particular father might experience or have need of we would uh, address that particular need even if not every single dad was going to be touched by that prayer that night that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, you really do have so much insight into the needs of fathers today in the current time. And out of all of those that, that come across your path, what would you say are some of the most difficult challenges that dads are facing right now? I think, I think dads mostly want to feel as though they have a relationship with their heavenly father first, because it's, Parenting is 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 an is a is a part of of a, a dad's life, of course. Uh, helping with homework, uh, changing diapers, uh, doing the types of things, uh, disciplining uh, the types of things that uh, a, a father does when he's at home. But his but his greatest desire, I believe, Scripture tells us, God tells him that his most important role is to father. His most important role is to model his his own relationship with his heavenly Father. And so the struggle he has is knowing and believing that he's measuring up 
to being a father. Uh, knowledge, skills, and abilities, he can learn how to do this and that. He can learn how to do all the things that taking care of a child or a teenager or even a, even a, 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 even a grown uh, uh, um, a child, uh, he, has those, he has the opportunity to do that. He can learn those things, but he has to know his heart. He wants to know and believe that he's doing the right things, feeling right things, communicating with his children in just the right way that he, he presents his own heavenly father in the relationship that he has with him to his own children. That's the, that's the hard work really of being a father in this world. Yeah, that's, that's good. And, you know, I know for me, um, as a dad of five kids, um, I want to be a good example and I want to also leave a legacy through that too. Um, but that idea of, I know I'll never be a perfect father. So that idea of God being a perfect father can be a little, maybe a little intimidating. So can you tell me how that um, truth is encouraging to dads? God just tells you to do your best. Mm -hmm. God just loves you and he wants you to love your children. And if you, if you fully and completely as best you can have an understanding of who God is in your own life, that's the only God that you can portray for your children. That's the only one you know. And so it's, there's, as you say, you're not going to be perfect. I've told the dads lots of times that they're not going to be perfect. They're not going to be the perfect father, but they are going to, that they are going to, to try to be and mm -hmm. to represent God in their lives. That's, that's the best you can do. I, I've said many times that, as I said just now, it's hard work trying, believing, but you have to believe that you're going to make it. One of the taglines that we've used in the past is that I want dads in the book to be inspired, but also to aspire to more uh, than where they are now, regardless of regardless of where they are in their lives, to aspire to reach for more, to reach for their heavenly Father, to know that they have a relationship with Him. Because when they do that, their children, your children, Rob, will see the will see your life and want to and want to be that have to have that same relationship with you that you have with your heavenly father. So just keep going. Just keep making sure that you've touched all the bases as much you, as you can with your own heavenly father and show your children that they can be a success, that they can have that same relationship that you have with your, with your, with your heavenly father. I love that. You know, um, I remember way back when our first child was born that Rob and I both felt pretty scared and pretty clueless about parenthood. And that feeling doesn't totally go away as our kids move no. into the different ages and stages of growing up. I mean, who doesn't feel intimidated by the thought of having the teenage season and all of that? Um, mm -hmm. So the one thing that Rob and I really grabbed hold of that has given us peace and confidence along the way is prayer. And we were hoping you could tell us um, – for the father who feels maybe insecure or inexperienced in his prayer life, uh, how can he get a stronger ability to pray for his kids? I want dads to understand <clears throat> that any conversation that they have with their children, they can have with their own heavenly father. If your child walks into your room or says, hey, dad, you're going to stop and listen and you're going to engage 
You're going to be connected. I think the role of father is one of connection. I think that when you have a relationship with your children of connection and you are in and you are intentional about about connecting with your children and understand what that means it is because you already have a connection with your heavenly father. Mm. So I believe that our, our prayer is conversational. In my whole life I don't I've I recall very few times apart from prayers in churches and prayers over meals and prayers, the types of things that we say because, because we believe the, the efficacy of, of the words we're saying. We, we say those words because we know that, they, that God hears them and, and, and wants us to have that particular type of connection with God, with our Heavenly Father as well. But I believe, Rob, that, that prayer is conversational. And to and to know just as surely he may not know how to pray, but he knows how to talk. Mm. He knows how to listen. He knows he knows how to and, and, and every day when he talks with his own children, he's practicing. And he can take that very same he can see the relationship that he has with his children, and his children are going to represent what they're getting from their dad sitting in that room or across a table or over a cup of coffee or a Coke or, or whatever, wherever they are and whatever they're doing, that they're going to have a conversation. And so the, that, that dad knows that that's exactly what the type of relationship that his heavenly father wants to have with him. And I believe he can have it just by talking with him. Hi friends, Rob and Joanna Tigan of Growing Home Together are the parents of five kids ranging in age from elementary school to high school to adult newlyweds. They know the fun and joy and also the stress and confusion that could come with raising kids through all the ages and stages of growing up. Just like you, they worry over their children's safety and well-being. They feel the pressure to train their kids to do what's right, and they carry sadness when their kids struggle or make poor choices. And as parents like you, their greatest hope is to bring up children who know God's love in their life. But Rob and Joanna know they can't control what happens to their kids or the people they become. They have learned how important it is to place their sons and daughters in God's hands. And most of all, they have learned the power of prayer to make a difference in their children's lives. That is why they are so passionate to help moms and dads like you to pray for your kids. They created two amazing resources, Powerful Prayers for Your Son and Powerful Prayers for Your Daughter. These beautiful books offer page after page of targeted prayers that cover every kind of challenge and hope your kids will face as they grow. Is your child facing hard circumstances? Are they lonely or anxious? Do they struggle to know God or trust Him? Is it hard to build a close relationship together? Take hold of powerful prayers for your son and powerful prayers for your daughter to invite God's love and power into your child's life today. Each title is available for you at growinghometogether.com or wherever books are sold. And now, back to the show. I love how you use the word connection because I think that does connect us to the previous question about having a perfect heavenly father and the fact that we can we don't have to be perfect fathers we have access to a perfect father um, but right. also that connection that we have with our kids our kids aren't expecting us to be perfect but if they know they have access to us and then if a dad knows he has access to 
the perfect father through prayer, um, we can make those connections and those and build those relationships both with our as a dad and to as you said to our own heavenly father. So I love yeah. that. Um, so I just finished my master's in spiritual formation, and one of the things God's really been teaching me over the last couple of years is the importance of following Christ and growing in community. And that's why the Midnight Dad community really caught my attention. Guys don't always know how to connect with each other, much less alone build each other up in their faith and their family relationship. Can you tell us more about why community is so important for dads? Can I jump in? I'm going to yes. jump in with this yes, one. Please. I got it. Yes. You know, I think women, I think women are really good at community, you know, and that's one thing that we've seen, which is really how all of everything else, you know, flowed from there was from the desire to have community. But I'm not sure that um, men often take as much, uh, place as much importance on community as women. I think from for women, we see the instant immediate value of community. It is life-giving, it is helpful, it is everything that we need. It is the women around the well, you know, <laughs> uh, around, and, but, but I think that we were made for connection and that I, we love that word. Oh gosh, we love, we live and love that word of connection, but you cannot be connected out apart from community. You cannot be connected connection always builds community, whether it's you and one other person or you and multiple people. And so what we're trying to, in our ministry, do, especially through uh, the book, th through the devotional, is show men, hey, there are others who are walking this journey with you, who are walking these same situations with you. And while the book doesn't focus necessarily on what it means to parent certain seasons and situations of life, it touches on the men in scripture, men and women in scripture who lived similar scenarios. And if God met them, then we know that God will meet us as well today. But here's the thing. He didn't make us to stand alone in this. You know, Jesus modeled the importance of brothers walking alongside brothers. Mm -hmm. And so we see that value. We see the value of fathers walking alongside fathers and not just um, you know, I guess along the same generation necessarily, but generationally from father to son to grandson, community is a multi-generational breathing entity. Mm. And we believe that it, you know, comes from the heart of God and we're, we, you know, we just get to center around him. So one of the main things in our ministry is that we believe in the importance of community, but we want dads to know you're worth encouraging and you're not alone. You know, your, your walk will be enriched as you turn to your left and your right. And you see those that are walking in, in similar seasons and you look at before and behind and you see where you're going and who's following. Yeah, that's so great. That's why your your Midnight Dad community is so important. Right, and that touches on what, something we were thinking about. Like, as we said before, our son and his wife are going to be having their first child later this year. And I, I know for Rob, he wants to walk with Josh in his road of fatherhood. So how could a dad and a future grandpa like Rob um, use the Midnight Dad book to encourage their their sons and their fathering? The thing I like the best about uh, the Midnight Dad devotional is the book is that uh, 
there are circumstances and situations that uh, seem uh, otherworldly in the sense that we're talking about scripture and uh, having an having a, a situation where uh, I'm I'm I or someone like me are going through a situation that uh, feels uh, feels singular to me feels as though I'm the only one who's ever done this. Um, and so I can find in scripture that no, God has met, as Becky said earlier, God has met, um, God has met a man or a woman in a similar situation. And so I know that God is going to meet me. Well, I want my, my son to know that I can help him. I, I am, I am a resource for him. You know, the story in scripture about uh, walking a mile, walking the extra mile, you're walking, a, a man is carrying the, um, carrying the armor of a Roman soldier. And he says, well, I'll just walk an extra mile. I'll walk another mile. So someone who had the responsibility to carry that load won't have to carry it. But for that mile, that man is walking by himself and he has to know he's doing it for someone else but he's still walking by himself and i think men uh we find ourselves in this like i'm i'm walking by myself here you know i'm doing this i'm i'm carrying this load i'm i'm shouldering this burden i'm living my life and i'm walking by myself here and i'm going to reach someone and i'm going to pass off this load but the, the man, while he's walking by himself, knows he's had the support. He's had the encouragement. He's had the, the, the instruction, do this, and I will be with you. God tells, it, God tells him to do this, and I will be with you. I will help you support that load. So, Dad, you're going to have a son, and then you're going to have a grandson. And so you, you want to be able to encourage your son that I am with you. My Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father has been with you, and I am going to be with you, and I'm going to provide all the support that you need, and I'm going to encourage you that you can have that relationship with me, just as I've had my relationship with our God. I love that. I don't mean to jump in and kind of, you know, but, but here's a thought with that, you know, just as the devotions point to people in scripture and you get to see, oh, this is how God met me. Like God met Gideon. This is how God met me. Like God met Peter. As you turn to the next generation, you have your own stories and this is how God met Mark. And this is how God met Rob. And this is how God met Jared. And this is how God met. And our own stories and our own testimonies become legacy of how God has met not just us, but he's met our family. And I love that. I love finding the places in our stories where God met us because our stories are only as powerful as the hope of Jesus attached to them. And so what we've done through this resource is attempt to help dads locate where God was and is in their story. And mm. I think that's how it really becomes powerful generational legacy. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's really great. Yeah. And, you know, the other question I think maybe a lot of dads are wondering is, um, you know, I, I want to go all in as a dad, but with all these demands and my busy schedule that are placed on me, um, you know, how can I take this on? So how is your, your book designed to work for dads that maybe feel too busy to take on a new devotional or one more thing? How, how did you structure it? It's about a minute and a half read. It's well, 
it's it's well <laughs> less than five minute read. Excellent. And 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 so I mean, facing pages, we made it so that you could open the book and read one. And yeah. honest and true, I I just believe we we told people in the beginning and at the end that that you're gonna you're gonna read one and and it might not meet you. Um, it, this one that you're reading might not meet you. It might be for someone else. But at some point in your life, at some yeah. point in your life, the one you're reading right now is going to be the one that you need maybe tomorrow or you needed it yesterday or a week ago. And yeah. so I remember that part of my life. And guess what? This one talks. I remember that. It's, it's, it's short enough that he doesn't have to read the whole book. He can just <laughs> open it up read one uh, if if uh, he can read about the strength of how god met a man in his space and provided yeah. for him in his space and even if that particular circumstance i know i'm 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 excited and and intentional about and intense about the words i'm saying right now but even if the words don't meet that dad right then he can know you know what there's a god who meets people where they are and he's yeah. going to meet me where i am and maybe yeah. tomorrow or maybe even right now as i get into this devotional i'm going to see yep god's still god's still meeting needs and he's meeting mine right now that's the intention of the book to make it easy for a dad to be inspired and to aspire to where god would have him uh, achieve that's great. I, you know, I, and I will say that as I was, was looking through and reading some of these devotionals, there were a couple that, that maybe didn't relate specifically to me, but I knew a dad that they did relate to. And I read those words and, I, you know, I was able to kind of pray some of those words and that prayer um, for that dad. And so I thought that was really, really great. Yeah. I think, also, our hope is that it teaches dads to look for other dads, you know, as another point of connection and community, you know, to, to pause and go, man, I do know a dad who is facing, you know, struggle, trouble in his marriage. You know, I do know a dad who has newborn. Whoa, I should reach out to him. I should see if he's okay because I was there too, you know, and and their devotions aren't even numbered. You know, I know we, we are talking to listeners who don't have the book in front of them. So just so they can picture it, you know, mm -hmm. it is a left side of a page and a right side of a page. <laughs> and most of it is like design. So there's, it's not even, it's so quick and so fast, but it's deep, you know, it's encouragement. We feel like these are like protein bars for the man's heart. <laughs> you know, that. it's not fluffy because it's short. It's not just sweet because it's little. It's like, here is a meal that you can slowly digest that will fuel you today or tomorrow, whenever you need it. Take it in now and, you know, and, and also they're not numbered so you can flip through them and go, you know what, this is, this is what I need tonight. Man, if there was a dad who, they wrote this one for me based yeah. on this title. So our hope was that a dad could find himself in scripture, find himself in the devotion, but also find a God who is easily accessible through a devotion that makes him easy to touch. Yeah, that's, that's great. Well, I know, you know, I know for many of us this past year uh, and a half or so, um, we've had to take on a whole new level of parenting. Um, we had to take it up a notch or two, um, through just, uh, having a lot more on our plates and working through so many more things with the pandemic and things like that. So you have a devotional in your book called tonight. We pray for the dad who feels as though nothing is at it as it should be. 
and you mm. share, even if what we are experiencing doesn't make sense, the God who loves us is the one who has been teaching us and preparing the steps ahead for us and who will go with us as everything unfolds. It might seem as though nothing is as it should be, but it is all very clear to God. And I just love that. And and I'm sure there are plenty of dads listening today who feel like life is just out of control and they need a word of encouragement like that to keep them going. Right. So yeah. we were really hoping that one of you would be willing to pray for that dad listening who needs that kind of fresh hope and motivation to lean into fathering his kids today. Would you be willing to do that for us? Yes, absolutely. I will start because I want I want dad to be able to end it. Is that okay? <laughs> I'll start the prayer and dad, great. you can... We'll do that thing from youth group where you squeeze the person's hand next to you when you're ready for them to pray too. Probably not. Okay. So <laughs> I will, I'll just start. Well, Heavenly Father, thank you for being a God of relationship. Thank you for being the God who sent Jesus to be with us so that we could come and be with you, Father. He made you so clear to us that we we know you. We've seen you. We've seen you move. You sent your spirit to be with us. We feel you move with us. And God, as a good father, as the good father, we know that there isn't one day of our lives that's ever been a surprise to you where you woke up as if you had been asleep and said, what am I going to do to get them out of this one today? No, Lord, we trust that every moment of our lives was seen by you as you, as you thought of us in your heart, God. And because you are good and because you've seen it all, today, God, we choose to trust you. We just choose to say, we believe that you will lead us, that you will provide for us, that you will care for us and heal us and love us because it's who you are and you don't change. So, Father, for the dad who just needs the encouragement to know that it's not actually spiraling out of control just because it feels or seems like it is, we ask that you would anchor his heart in the promise of your presence. Father, we are grateful because you have provided everything that we need. There is nothing that we have that you have not already looked out into the future and 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 sown for us. We have all of our provision. We have all of our peace. We have all of our protection. We have everything that we need because you have provided it for us. And so, Lord, help us know, help us remember that you are in control. The, the world is not in control. And we are in this world, but we are not of it. And we know and we believe that those promises, those protections, that peace, that provision, that everything is coming for us and is just within our grasp. If we would only reach up or reach out and see your face and take a hold of those things that you have provided for us. When we, when we hear your voice and see your provision, we know today that tomorrow is intended by, by you to be even greater. Lord, we know that you have said that we are children of a heavenly Father and that we have everything that we need and that today 
is supposed to be the best day of our lives because you are in it with us. And even greater, Lord, we thank you in advance for tomorrow because tomorrow is where you are going and we are going with you. We thank you for those promises. We thank you for that provision. And we thank you for the peace that walking with you brings. And we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, Mark and Becky, for taking the time to share with us today. And I I know our listeners are going to want to know how to connect with your online community and find your books. And so where's the best place for our friends to connect with you online? Absolutely. Well, you can find us um, at Midnight Dad Devotional on Facebook. We made it really simple. Just type it into your search bar. Uh, And then you can also find us at BeckyThompson.com. That's where all of our um, ministry resources are located, and you have access to the Midnight Dad Devotional book there. It's available in-store, online, and we would love to connect with the listeners here. So thank you so much for giving us a chance to share our heart and a little bit about our ministry today. Oh, we, it's been our, our pleasure for sure. And I, I just want to ask uh, either or both of you if there's any last thoughts you'd like to leave for, uh, for us today or for the dads today. You know, I just feel like this has been such a great conversation and we just covered so much of, you know, what God has put on our heart to share. I can't think of a thing. Dad, if you have anything left, I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you say it. I know it's a dangerous question, you guys. I know, you I know. more minutes? <laughs> well, well, I would, I would say also that uh, this has been a joy um, to be able to, to share our hearts with you and to, um, and to, hopefully reach out to your listeners and to help them know that there is in fact a God who loves them, cares for them, and desires for them to to uh, excel and succeed in every walk of life, no matter what they're going through, that they can have every good and perfect gift that you that God has for them. Thank you, Rob and Joanna, for the opportunity to share today. <laughs> We're so glad that we had this time with you. This has been amazing. And thank you, friends, for joining us today for the Growing Home Together podcast. Rob and I would love to connect with you on our website at growinghometogether.com to share our resources. We've got a free marriage devotional and some fun activities for your family to share. And at Growing Home Together, we're caring for the soul of your family. And growing home together with you. Bye. Bye.